podcast that takes you on a journey through the lens of modern men. Join us as we explore the world, dine on mouth-watering cuisine, sip on fine liquors, and appreciate the art of smoking cigars. All while discussing the unique experience and perspectives of men in today's global environment. Get your passports ready because it's time to set out on thrilling adventures filled with stories, insights, and the pursuit of the extraordinary. It's been a long time, but now I'm back. Hello, hello, hello. A lot of things has happened since the last time I've made a podcast. Some good things and some bad things. But let's talk about all the good stuff. Had my trip to my second home, which is Brazil. Brazil. And uh, good time. Uh, great apartment, as always. Really nice Airbnb. Came with a cook. She came every morning at 8 o'clock, cooked breakfast, set the table, cleaned. Really nice, really nice. Small little pool on the second floor. Outdoor. Uh, pool on the second floor. Um, the third floor was, was outdoor. Uh, basically, it was an outdoor floor, balcony, rooftop. Really, um, it was really great overlooking uh, Cocovado and uh, the Christ statue on the other side. It was very, very beautiful. I, I would just get up in the morning and have my get my coffee and just sit up there with no shirt on, shorts on, just feeling the sun, deep breath, you know, breathing slowly, just taking it all in, taking the scene in, just taking in all the peace. But forget all that. That's one part. Let's talk about the other part. Boy, you learn a lot about yourself when you travel. And not only do you learn a lot about yourself, you learn a lot about the people you're with. And so one of the things that I've learned is not everybody has the same behavior. And... When I came back and recanted this trip to one of my mentors who is world traveled, we traveled together a few times and he said, well, you had these problems because did you, did you do your, your dinner before you go? And I said, "Ah, no, I did not do a dinner before I go. He said, yes, you have to do a dinner before you go several weeks before ahead so you have to sit these guys down and tell them how things are going to go you can't allow people to bring their own idiosyncrasies to the table because it can throw things off and so what happened was i'm the one to orchestrate everything set everything up and two guys with me one guy he paid all his money up front Another guy, he's paying as he goes. And when I say pay as you goes, he like paid his airfare up front, paid for several things. But there was about a good 
$2,000 still out there that he's paying as he goes. And that threw things off. And because it's better to put all your money up front and have it centralized in one person and that person takes care of everything. Now, you guys have heard me say before, when we're rolling, I have my corporate card. So everything we do, as far as being in the Air American Express lounge, going out to dinner, we're at the beach, everybody has basically some form of electronic payment that takes card. And so I'm like, look, we're going to put everything on the card. We'll pay everything off when we get back. We'll look at what everything costs. If it's $1,000 and it's three of us, then we'll split that three ways. But, you know, I had this one guy that we, we, we go into the American Express line. How much is that? Okay, I'm going to cash out that to you. Uh, we go out to dinner. Yo, yo, how much was that? I'm, I'm going to cash out that to you. And, you know, and, and I had to have this conversation with him at the end of the trip because things got a little sloppy with the cook I paid for him, which he didn't understand how that went. But he's every day going shopping with the cook. And then he says, well, I have all the receipts. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. Uh, one of the girls made some mistake. Things ain't right. Like things were shady and things aren't shady. But what happened was he understood the things that he bought when he got with the cook. When the cook came, he understood when they went to the, because his cousin came a day later. So they're going to the supermarket buying stuff. Okay, fine. So I was saying to him, yes, you have receipts from the things that you bought when you went with her. But what about the food that was in the refrigerator when you got there? Which I already explained that the cook spent $360 on food for all of us, for the three of us. So that way when we got there, there'll be food in the refrigerator. She can get there, she can cook right away. The people, in our, uh, the lady in our apartment, there's already minimal food there, but then we would have more stuff there so she could cook for us. And I'm like, yes, so now you're telling her you have all the receipts and you're telling her like, you don't know nothing about the other money. Now she feel like she's not gonna get paid. And then just instead of saying, yo, go talk to him, go talk to me, talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. You're sitting there discussing finances with her. You're speaking English. She don't speak English. You're using Google Translate. This guy has a more stoic personality, a more stoic look. So now, this lady is like, oh, you about to burn me. I'm not about to get burned for $350, right? Which is like the equivalence of like almost 1,500 hay eyes. So she's like, I'm going to call the cops. I'm about to call the cops on you. So, you know, that turned into a little mess. And I ended up having to, you know, talk to the cook, take care of her. And he made a mess of some other situations that I had to take care of. And I just realized, you know, as I gotten back and looked back at the situation, because again, you know, this is something that is sort of a small business model for myself as I look forward to purchasing a place down there and being able to, you know, host people. I realized some of the thinking that goes on in other people's heads. So this is trial by fire for me. And so I realized as, as much as you try to simplify things for people, people still have a way 
of the way they like to do things. And like I told the dude, I said, I'm not going to be mad at you because you like to pay things in the moment. You don't want to carry a tab. You don't like getting home and then we adding everything up and then dividing. You want to pay your tab in the moment. However, for this trip while we're, while we're away, I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to enjoy myself. I can't enjoy myself if I'm counting money. If you're making me do add, subtract, and multiplication and division, that's not a fun vacation for me. I like things to be paid for and I can just sit back, be myself, drink my drink, eat my food, smoke my cigars, and enjoy the people around me. There's no fun in counting dollars. Some people don't mind taking time out of their vacation to sit there and, and discuss money. Like for me, I don't care if you have the lobster bisque and I have french fries. Whatever the tab is, let's divide it up amongst however many of us is there. I don't care to itemize what you had opposed to what I had because I feel like, well, I don't have french fries, so I don't want to pay for your food too. If you have that attitude, I don't really want you with me because it's really not that deep. We're not going to be out here. We're, you're not going to be with me acting like a broke person or acting like, you know, Mr. No Frills. You know, people that always want to pay less but get the maximum experience. And they be the most headache people because they get so particular. People that already pay their money, they sit back, they relax, they chilling. They ain't about money. We're relaxed. If we need more money, we need more money. Great. We throw more money to the party. We'll work it out in the back end. But all that counting it up in a minute, in a moment, that just kills fun. It kills fun. It, it makes other people look at you like, what's up with him? You know, so now my guy is basically with some other people that I'm cool with in Brazil to help organize things. They're like, you and your man right here is cool, but the other guy, not him anymore. Nah, we don't want to deal with him no more because he made everything so uncomfortable. You know, everybody knows we all trying to have fun. He's making it uncomfortable. He doesn't have a, he's not a laughy, fun, jokey guy. He's stoic. You know, he's always different. You go onto the beach with jeans, shorts, a t-shirt and sneakers on. You know, everybody else is tank tops and flip-flops or no shirts and, and shorts and flip-flops. So, you know, it's always that, like how they said on Sesame Street, one of these kids are doing their own thing. One of these kids are one of the same. Yeah, you can be unique on your own time, but when in Rome, do as the Romans. But dudes be like, when in Rome, I'm doing as I'm in Philadelphia. No, 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 no. And so what did I learn? I've learned I need to have that pre-dinner before we go to discuss this is how things are. This is how we roll. And you need to be in, in accordance. And if that's not good for you, I have a plan B for those guys. Oh, I have a plan B. But they won't be with us. You might not be on a boat. You might not be in a, enjoying a helicopter ride. You may not be going to different islands. You might just be on one beach around a bunch of other foreigners and in that environment. 
and not really experiencing the true culture of Brazilians. Because even Brazilians are say to me like, well, we can go, uh, there's, the, there's another neighborhood called Lapa. And Lapa's a beautiful neighborhood, you know, it has the ruins and has some ruins there. You might have seen these in like um, Snoop's beautiful video. At any rate, very beautiful place, but they have a lot of clubs and restaurants and a lot of foreigners go there. And so this one young lady was like, look, if y'all want to go out, y'all can go to the spot in Lapa. It has a lot of clubs. There'll be a lot of Americans there. And I said, no, that is not where I want to go. I really don't want to do too many things with a bunch of American people while I'm out of the country. I prefer to do what Brazilians are doing. I want to go to the places that Brazilians go to. In particular, I want to go to the place that Brazilians want to go to. They want to, that want to avoid those mainstream places where, yes, the places are nice, but the experiences are low and it brings a different kind of people out to the table. You know, sometimes you'll have women out there that, you know, are looking for guys that want to get with girls, want to drug them. You might have guys there that are looking for, you know, looking to take advantage of people who aren't paying attention, that want to rob them. You know, you have people there that just want to take advantage of you price-wise because you're a foreigner and don't speak the language. So I don't want to go to those places. I'm not saying those places aren't good. And I don't know of any, like, really tragic stories but I just don't want to be a part of that. I want to go where Brazilians go. I mean, I speak fluent Portuguese, so I don't have a language barrier issue. So that broadens my experiences and the experiences of those who are with me. And so for me, even, on, even when we do these vacations, the reason why I said I need to really think about this as a business model is because when you travel with people that don't speak the language, I am an interpreter as well. So I really don't get to really just relax not all the time so i have to interpret things i have to you know you know i'm reading things i'm making sure things are right in, in portuguese and in english and portuguese and english so it's work for me you know and so i have to figure out a way to uh monetize it but now if i go by myself that's a whole different kind of vacation now i can really relax i don't really have to worry about anything i speak the language i can move about I don't have to do any translation for people. And so it's a sweeter time. And I'm always, there's nothing to oppose the time that I want to have, right? Like I don't have anyone that's going to be counting dollars or having misunderstandings with someone because they don't speak the language. They don't understand everything that's entailed. I don't have those problems. And so this is what I've learned. I've learned that I need to have that pre, what we call recon uh, we had that pre-recon dinner where we sit and talk about expectations, how to behave, how to roll, and the importance of just all of us being on the same page. For example, I created a, a WhatsApp group for the guys that I'm with and said, look, everybody put their COVID shot card and their passport pictures um, you know, their passport, passports in the chat. So just in case if one of us loses our phone or loses our, our documents or anything happens to one of us, that the others will have our information right there 
so they can show it. So you never know what might happen. And because we're all cool, there's no problem to share that kind of information in the text thread. Because if anything happens to one of us, let's say one of us has a medical emergency, you know, we don't, we're not walking around with our passports in our back pocket. So if we have to go to a hospital or a police station, whatever the case may be, I need to be able to say, this is who he is. This is his name, blah, blah, blah. This is his age. You know, we need to have all that, all that pertinent information. We need to share that amongst one another because we're in a group. And another thing is when we go somewhere together, we come back together. We never allow each other to just pair off unless like I decided to pair off, right? I speak the language. I know what to look for. I may, I may be more, I'm more probable to maybe venture off or maybe do something solo. And I really don't do that as well when I'm with a group of people. So, you know, but I'm, I'm more, if you're in a place where you speak the language, you're more probable to be able to have experiences outside of a group, even when you're with a group, if that makes sense. But even in that, I'm responsible to the group, so I'm not going to put myself in that situation either. But these, this, my experience in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, in November, I was able to handle some business things. So next year, I'm definitely looking forward to um, having some business things pop off down there. Very excited for the opportunity. And I am just um, very ecstatic for it all. But what do you think? Give me your experiences. Tell me, how do you feel about traveling with people that count dollars? Are you a person that count dollars? Are you an itemized kind of person? Are you the kind of person that's like, when the check comes to the table, hey man, I need to have my own individual check of what I bought exactly. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you with doing that, right? I'm just saying that doesn't really match up with me, but I would like to know why. Why do you like to be like that on vacation? And, you know, I would like to know. Everybody has their own idiosyncrasy, so there's nothing wrong with that being you but again if i had this recon pre-dinner then i would have found that out right and i could have corrected that then but now i know and going forward everyone that comes with me will know how to roll or they won't roll at all thank you for listening to our experiences and insights please like share and subscribe to this channel and if you would like to participate with us on a trip or to just gather information on guides and other resources that we use please email me at sirinq.biz at gmail.com or private message au access on instagram and facebook and always remember to keep your stress low and your passports high.